Welcome to ShareMo EDU. We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, a principal from Smithville, Missouri. And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, elementary assistant principal uh, from Smithville, Missouri. So on this week's podcast, we welcome a student voice. Isaiah Sterling is a passionate student leader that cares about the direction of education. He blogs about his beliefs, giving advice to educators and students, is active on Twitter, and takes part in professional development opportunities that come his way. When Dave Burgess found out that this podcast, Incorporated Missouri Educators, was starting, he recommended Isaiah. So that's a huge accolade to you, Isaiah, and the voice you bring to education. We're very well, excited so to hear your message. I am so excited to be here. Um, I appreciate you guys for bringing me on, and I'm so excited to get into episode five. Awesome. Well, Isaiah, help us to get to know you and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like you guys said, my name is Isaiah Sterling. I'm a student leader from Southeast Missouri, and I really just like to get plugged in anywhere I can that involves student leadership. Um, if that means the simple things like holding a door open for someone or the big things like planning a program that's going to get student voice involved and even educator voice involved. Um, I just really like to get plugged in and really talk to students, talk to educators about what they want to see happen and what's happening now. Awesome. Isaiah, I believe you have a hashtag, correct? Yes, I do. I started a educator chat and it's called We Lead By. And it's all about how leadership is a group. It's not usually one person or it shouldn't be focused as just one person. It takes a village. So I started hashtag We Lead By Educators. It's been a while since I've done one, but educators can usually follow that um, through the hashtag We Lead By. Cool. Very cool. And uh, why is that a hashtag important to you or, or what was kind of the meaning behind that as you uh, created that? Well, I personally think that there's so much leadership going around and I kind of just wanted to categorize it, you know, as hashtags do. I wanted to categorize it as my PLN, the people in my professional learning network. What are they doing? What are they learning specifically? What are they doing in the classroom every day? What are they doing outside of the classroom every day? Um, so educators, any educator can just look up hashtag we lead by and look up ideas, innovation. I know Mina Hill, if you know her, she's an educator on Twitter. Lots of ideas from her classroom. Go to we lead by and you'll see all the ideas that she's just done. That's very cool. Okay, next question. Uh, share a message from a book uh, that you are reading or that you've read before that has moved you to take action. I have to go back to Dave Burgess, teach like a pirate. You know, as a student, most educators say, wait, he read teach like a pirate. Yes, read it multiple times. And it's, I really got hooked on the hooks that Dave really sent out. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the hook. Um, but I do remember not necessarily so in the book, Dave came to my high school and he did a presentation with educators. And um, he had something on the projector and it said five secrets to being a better lover. And, you know, everybody in that room was like, oh, my gosh, what is he going to talk to us about? And as a student, I was like, oh, my gosh, am I at the right PD? Is this <laughs> the right PD to be at? But when Dave put that up there, I'm telling you that educators in that room and even myself as a student was like oh my gosh what are we about to talk about and everybody was had their phone up and they were like oh my gosh this is gonna get good so i honestly think from teach like a pirate um as a student and as a leader i even learned 
the attention grabber, the hooks in Teach Like a Pirate are so essential, not only to teachers in the classroom, but also leaders in every aspect of life. I love that. Have you read um, Jimmy Casas' Culturize? I haven't. Well, I recommend that book to you. He talks about everybody being a leader. It's not just the administrator's job. It's the job of teachers That's and good. students. And we're all Love in charge it. of our passion and morale, and we bring it to the school. Love that. Yeah, it's it, culturized. It would be right up your oh, gotcha. Culturized. Yes. Okay, Isaiah, reflect on these statements. Right now, one thing that is going well for me is, and I want to grow by. I'm matching this to me, right? Yes. Okay, what was the first part of it? One right now, one thing that is going well for me is um, I would have to say right now, something that's going well for me is getting student voice more involved in professional development. I think right now educators have this mindset, not all, but some educators have this mindset of teacher PD is strictly for teachers. Only teachers should be there because we're reviewing data and we're making lesson plans. And when I hear that, I'm like, whoa. What is going on? We are the heart of education. If you're not listening into the heart of education, there's going to be a blood clot and then the whole system, the school system is going to die off. So I just didn't get that. But I think right now, I think something that's going well for me is getting that voice involved, getting that blood flow really strong, um, just getting the blood flow really strong between the educator and the student. And then what was the second part? I want to grow by... Well, for me personally, I honestly want to grow by reaching out more to the quiet kid. Um, personally, as a leader, I am guilty of turning to those leaders that are sociable, that are connected with other leaders. But what about that quiet kid that might have that idea that might sew into many other projects? We have to make sure that we're taking an image, taking a focus into that quiet kid, because the quiet kid might be our way to the next innovation, might be our way to the next wood piece in the road to help us pass over. That's so true. Uh, student voice and reaching out to someone who may be an introvert or whatever that isn't going to step out unless you reach out to them. So that's uh, so true. Yeah. Um, next question. What three wor words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life? And why do those words come to mind? I would have to say passionate is my first word. My second word would have to be willing. And my third word would have to be accepting. So if we go back to the first word and we talk about passionate, um, from a student perspective um, and an educator, I want an educator that's coming to work that's passionate about their subject area, not somebody that's coming in and they're saying, man, I really dread working here. I really am dreading my everyday. I want somebody that's passionate about their work area, passionate enough to ask me, um, ask me for kind of like a viewpoint on their lesson, that kind of goes into my third word, which is accepting. Uh, if we talk about the third word that I chose accepting, I think when educators are accepting that viewpoint and they are taking that constructively in an appropriate manner, um, I think that ties into passion so much because I feel like educators can be so passionate, passionate, passionate about lessons, lesson plans that they make with other educators. But until they get that student perspective, once they listen to the heart of education, if they're not getting that, they're going to lose everything. Um, 
And what was my, I had passionate, I forgot my second word already. Shame on me. Willing and accepting. Willing. Let's talk about willingness. Um, I think it's, and that also ties in with um, student voice. If educators aren't willing to capture that student perspective, like I said, they're going to lose everything. Uh, because if you think about it, school is for us kids. Teachers and educators are supposed to be there basically to do everything for us. So if they don't have the willingness in their heart, in their spirit, in their mindset to do everything that we need as students, we lose everything. You bring such an interesting voice to education, such a different perspective for us to reflect. so at your role as a leader and the voice you're bringing to education, what was a game-changing moment for you that made you step up and take this leadership role? I think honestly, because um, my freshman and sophomore year, I just got so tired of going through my days knowing that I had a viewpoint that could possibly impact something and make a huge change. Um, I started off I'll give you an example. I started off my freshman year in our student senate, like our student council. Um, and I remember that the executive class officers, I was just a freshman class president at the time. So our executive officers were doing all this, doing all this, and they weren't even asking me for a viewpoint. And I have to admit, I curled up in a ball like most students do when the door is not open for them. And I think a major game changer was um, a year or two after that, one day I told myself, Isaiah, you need to reach out there because you have the viewpoint that is crucial for the next change. Wow. I think that can be applied to, you know, students or in a student council. And then you think um, even from the teaching perspective, you're maybe a new teacher or something, you're coming on veteran teams um, and you could easily curl up or just go with uh, the ideas that others are sharing, but um, how much more powerful, kind of as you mentioned, when we yeah. connect and reach out and allow those voices to share, and everyone has a good idea. Um, it's just a matter of listening to it. Okay, this next part, if your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others. So we always like to cheer. Yeah. <laughs> how do you promote self-care? You're in your junior year, you're getting ready to look at colleges, ACT, you're busy. How do you uh, promote self-care as a student um, who's very active and busy? You know what? I beat myself up for this one because when you are in an area that there is not a lot of change, innovation, you want to do everything, 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 everything yourself as a leader. You want to do that. And just as human beings, we want to do everything ourselves, and we don't have to ask for We don't want to ask for help. Um, but I have had to learn, um, especially getting to my junior year, that asking other leaders for help, asking those that aren't considered leaders for help can make such a big impact. And I think it's so important that us as leaders that are doing so much, so much, so much in a line, um, it, it's so important that we disconnect. I remember Matt Miller, um, I my junior paper is over homework if it's hurtful or helpful to education. And he really said something to me that really goes with the question that you just asked me. He said, it's so important that students and educators disconnect. We go through busy, 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 but we never get time to, you know, 
reload from that. So I think it's so important that we take that time to sit down and say, you know what, I need to take my time, I need to breathe, I need to catch up, and just realize that there's always going to be that second moment to jump right back onto the leadership train. I'm going off script here, Eric. Okay. Uh oh. I'm curious about your impact on other students. So the leadership role that, that you take and the voice that you have for education in your school, how does that impact other students? I think honestly, other students see me in this position and they say, wow, Isaiah, you are really connected with administration. You really know your administrators. You know the board office. You know the school district board. You know the superintendent. And I think they see that. And I think honestly, um, myself, it serves as a role model for them. And they say, you know what? Connections are so important and connections can carry you far on, at least the good connections. Right. Okay, Isaiah, this month we are promoting hashtag Meaningful March. So what is one way or one thing you can do this month to be remarkable? One thing I can do this month to be remarkable. I'm trying to think of something that I've wanted to do for a long time, but I haven't got the chance to. Um, I think, honestly, we have a pretty big school district here. And I, as a leader, I admit I am very enclosed to the board office and the high school because that's where I'm mostly at all the time. Um, but something that would be meaningful in the month of March for me is reaching out to those other administrators at different uh, schools like the elementary school, the middle school, and gathering their input to maybe even help us at the high school. I love that. Yes. As an elementary principal, I would love to have you reach out to me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, we've come to the time in this interview where it's time for the fast five. So we're gonna fire five questions at you and we, we want you to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Question one. What is one easy way you pump the passion every day? Energy and motivation. Okay, school lunch or home lunch? School lunch. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? Broadcast journalist. Awesome. Which emoji do you use most frequently? Um, the laughing crying emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have more time or more money? More time. All right. Isaiah, thank you so much. We have uh, truly enjoyed uh, learning about your passions, uh, getting to hear from the student voice, which is uh, so cool, and you have such a bright future. Um, is there anything that you want to leave um, everyone who's going to end up listening to this? Any Anything you want to leave uh, our listeners with or closing statements you'd like to make? I just want to say this one thing. If you are listening to this and you feel like you have not reached your leadership potential because there is something holding you back, whether that be if I say this, am I still going to be in a position here at my school? If I say this, what are the parents um, of my school community going to think? What are the students of my community going to think? And what are the administrators of my school community going to think? I encourage you to not hold that back because personally, I know holding that information back will hold you from your leadership journey because I just realized, um, I noticed where I could be now if I would if I would have said what I'm saying now. 
Does that make sense? Yes. I realized where I could be now in my leadership if I wouldn't have held back my freshman and sophomore year. Start now. Yes. Great message. Thank you so much. Thank yes, you. thank you. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you. Tune in next week to learn more as we share, share more. You. Bye, thank Isaiah. You. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.